Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Self-Made CEO Podcast. My name is Adrian Finch. I'm your host. Hello. This is episode five. Today, we are going to talk all about time mastery, why being busy is actually an illusion. It's an excuse we make up in our heads and how to master your time. So how to become better at time management and prioritization through and through. We're going to absolutely master time today. Stay tuned. My name is Adrian Finch, and I believe wholeheartedly that anyone from any background can create the success and happiness that they want. With my proven productivity hacks, business tactics, and a little mindset coaching, this podcast will unlock your greatest potential and transform you into the CEO of your own life, business, happiness, and success. So what are you waiting for? This is the Self-Made CEO Podcast. Welcome back to the podcast, you guys. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for all your support so far. It was so exciting. Uh, Last week, we were on the new and noteworthy section of iTunes under the health category, which was super awesome. So keep on leaving your reviews. Keep on subscribing. Share this with your family, your friends, anyone who you think would enjoy this podcast. Every little bit helps. I want to spread this to as many people as possible. So if you've been enjoying what you've been hearing, please go leave a review. Remember, you can email any sort of inquiries or questions or things you want to hear on the podcast to me at selfmadeceopodcast at gmail.com. You can also comment on the Instagram page, either my personal at Adrian Finch or at the Selfmade CEO. So let's just get right on into the episode. Lately, I've been really feeling busy, a little bit overwhelmed, a little bit stressed, And more than anything, just feeling the sense of constantly being behind or feeling like I'm constantly behind. Do any of you know what that feels like? Have you felt that way? (laughs) I know I have and I, I do right now. And you know, you may do this. I definitely do this. Sometimes I find myself in these phases where I'm always telling people, oh, I can't. I'm so busy right now. Oh, so sorry. I'm, I'm crazy busy right now. You know, like I'm just busy. Or I have others tell me sometimes, I know you're so busy, but blah, 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 blah. I don't know why it is, but it's one of my biggest pet peeves when people tell me like, I know you're crazy busy, but blah, blah, blah. which is really unfair for me to not like it because they're actually coming from a really good happy place where they're saying like you know maybe they want to meet up or they want my help with something and they're saying I totally understand you're busy and that you may not have time for this so they're actually being very sweet and courteous it more reflects negatively on me I think man am I crazy busy what am I even doing with my time am I prioritizing my time the best that I can be because in an ideal world what I would love to be able to say about my life is that I get a ton done and I have a successful, fulfilling life, but I'm not overworked. I'm not overwhelmed. I'm not overstressed. I'm not crazy busy. My ideal dream life is working fewer hours and making more money. And something I've realized is that is possible. It is possible to work fewer hours and make more money. And a lot of people are stuck in this kind of hustle mentality, I like to call it, where they think, oh, the only way for me to earn more money is to put more hours in or put more time in, work harder, hustle harder, grind harder. And, you know, I like to come back and kind of say, well, hey, it's actually not about the time you spend on something. It's about working smarter. So not always working harder, but working smarter, prioritizing your time better, delegating tasks that you don't need to do, you know, putting your own self in charge of the most important, most valuable tasks and letting other people help you with the rest. Things like that, certain strategies like that that I am still working on and still incorporating in my business because when I find myself being overwhelmed and crazy busy, I really have to take a step back and think, okay, am I prioritizing my time the way that I should be? 
Why am I crazy busy? Is my input equal to my output? Am I putting more in than I'm getting out? Is the reward not necessarily reflecting upon how much work I'm putting in? And oftentimes that's how I feel is that I'm putting in so much work, so much time, so many hours, so much effort, and the output is not what I want or not as, you know, it's not yielding as many results or as many, um, you know, as much money or as much success, whatever it is, whatever measure you have, then it should be. So all of this to say that something that I've been really focused on lately and that I love helping other people with is time mastery. Mastering your time, becoming a pro at time management because the more that you can master your time, the more that you can achieve any goal that you have. The more efficiently and quickly you will hit those goals, you will create those products or services or build that business or get that new job, whatever it is, if you can learn how to master your time, you will get there. We're going to start with <laughs> the shocking truth about the world, okay? You ready for it? Here's the shocking truth. We all have the same 24-hour period. Everyone, every single person has the same 24-hour window every single day, 24 hours. Let's let that sit for a second. It's very interesting. You know, we as humans, I think, are constantly comparing ourselves to others. And, you know, we may say, man, how is this person so successful and has three businesses and five kids and does this and this and extracurriculars? And they have the same 24-hour window that you have. So why is it so hard for me or you to do XYZ? But this person over here seems like it's easy. It's a breeze. Well, if anything, this is just proof that there is a way to master your time better. So that person is just taking that same 24-hour window and using it more efficiently or more effectively, prioritizing better. And that's something that we can do as well. So ask yourself right now, are you someone who's always telling people, oh, I can't, I'm crazy busy right now, or telling people I'm busy, I've been so busy lately, sorry I haven't gotten back to you, sorry I haven't called you back. I know that that's, that's where I am at right now. Something that you should ask yourself, step back and ask yourself, if you do say you're busy all the time, are you busy in the ways that you want to be busy or not? So we're going to work on this together right now, right here, right now in episode five. What we're going to basically talk about today in this episode is prioritization because that's really what time mastery comes down to is prioritizing your life. So there are kind of two steps that we're going to talk about. The first step is understanding that what you decide to do with your time is your choice. We all have the same amount of time and it's about what you choose to do with yours. You are in control with what you do with your time. Oh, and we're also going to talk about kind of how do you know to say yes or no to something? And then also, how do you say no to something? Because it's really tricky sometimes to say no to things. I know I struggled with that for a really, really long time and I've gotten better at it. But how do we say no to things? And how do we decide what to say no to and what to say yes to? And then step two is taking those things that you say yes to and prioritizing them. Those are the two steps we're going to talk about, all in regards to prioritization, which will ultimately lead us to become masters of our time. Okay, so let's get on into it. So starting out, time mastery is all about prioritization, both prioritization on a macro level, meaning asking yourself big picture, what is your life's purpose? What's the most important thing to you? If it's putting food on the table for your family, that's great. Everything underneath will be helping accomplish that macro goal. If it's getting a new job, then that's your main focus right now. 
what is your life's purpose? What do you want to be doing right now? And I just want to refer back really quick to episode two of the podcast, which was all about goal setting and my step-by-step approach for setting goals that you'll achieve 100% of the time. It's a very formulated way to approach goal setting. And if you guys haven't listened to that episode, I highly, highly recommend doing so because we'll talk about goals a little bit in here, but I'm not going to give the details as to how to choose those goals and how to actually figure out your action plan for achieving those goals. So go ahead and listen to that episode. It'll help a lot with some of this stuff, but we're going to focus mostly on the time aspect of prioritization. So we can look at it on a macro level. What do you want to be doing with your time? Then we can also think of prioritization on a micro level. So what do we need to say yes and no to in order to hit those goals, in order to be living out what we want our life's purpose to be, what we want to be doing with our time? What do we need to say yes and no to? And then what do we need to prioritize in order to make that happen? So what do we need to prioritize doing this year? What about this month? What about this week, today? What can I do today and in what order that will help me fulfill that big goal or that purpose? So when people become too busy or they, you know, they become overwhelmed or stressed out and you feel like you don't have time for anything, there are two things going on here. Number one is that sometimes people are just yes men or yes women. If you guys have ever seen that movie, Yes Man, I think it's called Yes Man. Wait, is it called Yes? I don't know. Okay, there's a movie with Jim Carrey and it's where he has to say yes to everything. Sometimes I used to feel like this. I felt like I said yes to everything and not always things I even wanted to do. I would just say yes because I was worried that the other person would feel bad if I didn't do it or, you know, I was always thinking about pleasing other people and I wasn't thinking about what I wanted or what I needed. So I would say yes to just about everything and obviously that made me spread myself way too thin and not be able to focus on the things that were important to me. So one thing going on is that people are yes people and don't always know how to say no. And then the second thing is that people aren't always prioritizing what they're saying yes to. So when they say yes to things, then that's only step one. You got to prioritize those things that you are saying yes to. So like I mentioned, there are those two steps. The only two steps we're going to take today that'll help you master your time. Step one is understanding that it's your choice what you do. We all have the same amount of time and it's about what you choose to do with yours. So I know some people are going to say like, no, it's not up to me. I have to go to work. I can't choose to go to work. I have to go to work. I have to feed the dog. I have to blah, 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 blah. And, you know, my response is yes, you do have to go to work because you decided to take a job and commit to showing up every day and you need to put food on the table and you need to earn an income. So yes, you do have to go to work. You decided to commit to that. The important part being you decided. So yes, we do have to pay our bills. We need to earn money. We can't just not go to work. But there are two ways to look at this. I'm going to be talking a lot about kind of the bigger picture. So choosing that job in the first place. But you can also take these same ideas that we're talking about today and apply them to what you're doing with your free time. So let's say you have a job and you have to show up nine to five and maybe you don't love your job, but right now... You can't do anything about it at this current moment. You're going to stick with that job. So you want to take these and apply these rules and these ideas to your free time. That is totally cool. That totally works. Like I said in the last episode, the laws of success are universal. So everything we talk about in this podcast can be applicable to other aspects of your life besides just what we're mentioning here, which is really cool.
to say this this little quote, which is that you have all the time in the world for things you want. Meaning, do you guys ever uh, have a crush on someone or, you know, get really excited about a project and that person asks you to hang out and all of a sudden it just feels like, oh my gosh, my schedule's clear. I'm just going to drop everything for them because I'm so excited about it. I'm so happy about it. May not be the smartest decision, but your brain wants to go there. You want to just drop everything for the person. You want to hang out with them. This is because you have all the time in the world for things you want. Or when you're a kid and you eat your dinner and you're so full and you're telling your parents you can't eat anymore because you're so full and then dessert comes around and you're like, nope, I'm hungry. I saved some room for dessert. (laughs) Again, you have all the time in the world for things you want. You have all the room in your stomach for things you want. It's kind of like that. So I have this problem where I like to say yes to things because I like to do a lot. I like to be busy and I like to help as many people as I can. But what I noticed is it turns into this vicious cycle where I get too overwhelmed with too many things to accomplish that I only end up accomplishing them all about 75%. So in the end, I'm helping no one and I'm working myself to the ground. So that doesn't make sense, right? Like why are we gonna spend so much time working so hard at 10 different things And then all 10 of those things aren't even going to be completed to the fullest or in the best way possible. And that's not a way of life that I want to live. And I've definitely lived that life before. I've spread myself too thin. So I'm working too hard, not making enough money doing it, not helping the people I'm trying to help enough and slacking. Whereas if I took on three projects, worked 150% to each of them, succeeded at each of them and was less overwhelmed, it's a win-win. It's more satisfying, right? So when you approach this step one, which is choosing what to say yes and no to, choosing how you are spending your time, goal setting is first and foremost. Every single decision and action we take in life should be inspired and motivated by our goals. So here's a little method that I like to use when I'm thinking big picture. It's called, well, I call it like unofficially the 80-20 rule. And I think some people have talked about something similar to this. Maybe not this specifically, but basically when I make my decisions, I make sure that about 80% of my decisions are directly impacting myself, my business, my success, or my happiness positively. So those are decisions that I make that are going to benefit me. Then the other 20% are whatever I want, whatever I choose that may not necessarily fit into that category. So let's say someone asks me to get coffee and pick my brain about marketing. If I go and meet up with someone and get coffee for an hour, that's not necessarily benefiting me directly. Of course, like I love helping people. I love talking to people. I love meeting up with old friends. So I'm not saying like, I don't want to do that. It's a waste of my time. But if you think about what I was just mentioning, it doesn't fit into the category of directly benefiting myself, my business, my success. Yes, there are exceptions to this. Maybe they introduce me to someone and then I hire that person and they are affecting my business. But I'm I'm talking simple here. So let's say I want to get coffee with that person. I choose that 20%. I say, you know what? I want to go help this person today. And I kind of make this be this 80-20. That way I don't lose focus and I don't stop prioritizing. So that's why it falls into the 20%. It's the last on my list of priorities, but if I can fit it in, I will say yes. So that's kind of a filter you can run it through. Like, hey, you know what? This is the last thing because it's not important to me right now, but if I have time, I will say yes. So these are the types of things you should say no to, okay? If you're having trouble picking out, what do I say yes? What do I say no to? Where am I going wrong? The first things that you should say no to 95% of the time, and I don't want to say 100 because there are always exceptions, are things you genuinely don't want to do, okay? So your friends invite you to a movie and, you know, you love your friends, they really want you to come, but you really just don't feel like going. You're tired, you're lazy, you want to lay on the couch. For some reason, this has been so hard for me and it's hard for a lot of people. 
it's hard for me to say no. I feel bad for my friends saying no. I know that I should get some work done, but I know that they would be happy if I went. But what's the point? You don't want to go. So I learned that A, they don't really give a shit if you say no. And B, they'll understand. They will understand that you're tired or that you have work to do or that you're prioritizing something else. They will understand. And if they don't, well, that's another story. That's a bigger topic of conversation. But so number one, say no to things that you genuinely don't want to do. It sounds easy, but that's first. Do not do things you genuinely don't want to do. And like I said, you can work from the 80-20 rule. I get asked a lot by people to meet up for coffee, catch up, pick my brain. I love doing it. I love doing it, but I can't do it all the time. So how do you say no to things? That is next. How do you say no? (laughs) Here is something that I've learned to do. Something as simple as just replacing your word choice, replacing your response to people can really make a difference and it can actually be a lot more positively taken than saying you're busy. So next time someone asks you to hang out or asks you for help and you can't, or you are choosing to say no, not necessarily you can't, but you're choosing to say no, try replacing saying, I'm, I'm so busy, I can't, I'm sorry. With the honest answer of, hey, you know what? I, I'm so sorry, I can't prioritize that right now. I'm really working on getting my business launched and I'm gonna dedicate as much of my time to it as possible. Something like that, right? So actually replacing the I can't or I'm so sorry, I promised so-and-so I would do this. But instead, owning up to the fact that you are making that choice. You're choosing to spend your time doing something else and that is okay. That is okay with you, that it should be okay with other people. It's a mindset shift at its core and we're going to start shifting our mindset by shifting our language first and foremost. So we're going to replace I can't, I'm just too busy because that's using I'm too busy as an excuse. Like I'm too busy when really it's I'm choosing to do other things that are taking up my time. I'm prioritizing doing other things. That is why I cannot do this thing. You're choosing that you can't do this, right? Even something as simple as when you, if you committed to going to a concert on a Friday night and someone else asks you to, you know, go get dinner with them and You know, your answer, of course, is, oh, I can't, I I actually have this concert. So if that is so easy, why is it so hard to say that about your own choices? Like your own, hey, you know what? I'm so sorry, I got to stay in and work on this. It shouldn't be, right? And I find that working for myself, being an entrepreneur, it really is hard to explain to people that just because I don't have a boss who's yelling at me or I don't have a set time I need to be in the office doesn't mean that the tasks that I have to do and the work that I have to do is any less valuable or means any less or is any less important than those people showing up to an office. And I realized that that was all in my head. It is as valuable. It is as important. But I wasn't treating it like that. So if someone asked me if I could take a phone call at 11 a.m. and I was planning on filming at 11 a.m., I used to just rearrange my schedule for them because I thought, oh, well, I can rearrange my schedule because I'm the one making the schedule. But if I was at an office and I had a meeting at 11 a.m. and someone asked to have a call, I would say, I'm so sorry, I have a meeting at 11, can't do that time. So who says that I shouldn't be able to have that same rule be applicable for my own job and my own business, my own choices? Maybe I'm going to the mall at 11 a.m. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. I'm choosing to prioritize something else over the phone call. And I think step one in really mastering your time is accepting and understanding that it is your choice and taking responsibility for your choice. Because not only are you training yourself and your subconscious which things have value to you and which don't, but 
you're also kind of teaching the people around you that this is your lifestyle and that this is what you're choosing. You're learning and accepting this lifestyle and it'll eliminate any potential anxiety you have because people will understand and people will get used to, oh, she's busy, but it's so cool. It's cool that she's choosing to work on this business. It's cool that she has the discipline to say no to social events or whatever it is. You're training yourself and your subconscious that these are the things that are important to you. And with that, we are about to get into step number two, but first we're gonna take a quick break. And we're back, guys. Hello. All right, welcome back. So we're gonna get right on into step two, which is prioritizing the things that you have now said yes to. So how do we prioritize these things? Like I mentioned, I do talk about a lot of this in episode two. I said that like three times now. I'm sorry. I'm just, I love episode two. But I am going to have lots and lots and lots of future episodes on this, on really getting into like planning your day, planning your month, your 30, 60, 90 calendar, your year goals, your 10-year goals, and kind of how to manage all of that. I'm going to have future episodes on that. But for today, I'm going to share with you one of the most important things that I do on a daily basis to prioritize my schedule. So this thing alone will really help you to master your time because you're prioritizing on a daily basis. You're not wasting your time. You're being efficient. So as some of you guys know, if you follow me on Instagram or if you've watched my YouTube videos in the past, you know that I always plan tomorrow today. That is a quote that I live by. I first heard it from Sam Ovens. He is an entrepreneur and the owner and founder of consulting.com. I signed up for his consulting accelerator online course. And that's one of the things that he talks about a lot is planning tomorrow today. How important it is to set your daily schedule the night before, to list everything out, prioritize everything, schedule everything hour by hour by hour the night before it happens. Now, there are a couple reasons why this is so important. Reason number one being that when you finish your work day or your school day or just your day, everything is so fresh in your head. You remember exactly what you finished, what you didn't finish, things that you didn't get to, or you know, you remember things that you need to do the next day or on Friday or whatever. It's all fresh in your mind versus when you wake up in the morning and you've just slept and you're kind of not thinking about it anymore and you sort of have to backtrack and try to remember what you need to do and when and how. And it's just not that fun. So while everything's fresh in your mind is the best time to plan out your next day. So that's reason number one why that's incredible. Reason number two is it just relieves a lot of stress and anxiety and feeling overwhelmed. For me, I used to, you know, I'm, I have ADHD and something throughout my life that I've realized is that majority of my stress or my feeling of overwhelm or anxiety comes not from actually the tasks I have to complete, but thinking about the tasks I have to complete, not forgetting that I have to do them, just just dreading them or anticipating them or thinking about them. So planning tomorrow the night before, so planning tomorrow today has completely eliminated that stress because once I get it all down on paper, I can go to bed and not be anxious or worried or thinking about the next day because I know that it's over there on paper on my desk ready to go for the next day. So I can just wipe it from my brain, wipe it from my memory, knowing that it's all written down somewhere. So I find that I get a lot better of a sleep and I I just feel so much more rested. I feel so much more relaxed when I wake up. Up, it's it's funny too I'll literally wake up and be like oh my god I have no idea what even the first thing I put on my list is like no idea it's like without that planner I really don't even know what I'm supposed to be doing 
which just goes to show how important it is to plan it the night before. Now, this may not be how all of you operate, but I highly, highly recommend trying this out. Even if you don't think you need to, try planning your day the night before. It helps so, so, so much. So as you guys know, I do this. Now, my number one, the number one most important thing that I do when creating this schedule, and again, I'll, I'll do an episode just on like my daily planner and all that. But the first thing I always, always do is I list out everything I need to do, not in like necessarily in order, but I just list it all out. And then I decide which are the things that either I dislike doing the most or I dread doing the most or that take the most time. What are the biggest tasks or what are the most important tasks? So you can either filter these by importance, by time, length it takes to complete them or by kind of your mood around them if you don't love doing them. And you always want to put those ones first. So you want to put either the longest task or the most important task or the biggest task or the task that you dislike doing the most, but you know you have to do. You want to do those first thing. That way, not only do you have the most energy and you might be like, but Adrian, I'm not a morning person. I actually have more energy at night. Same. Preach to the choir because me too. But what I've noticed is that no matter what I think, Getting it done first is the best thing to do because then it is out of the way. It's not on your mind. You're not anxious about it. You're not dreading it. You're not anticipating it. It's done. The most important thing or the most dreadful thing is done. It's just done, done, done. First thing, done. Off the table. I used to just save it for last, procrastinate, and just wait forever, postpone, postpone. Not only did it give me serious stress and anxiety from just knowing that I still have to complete it and haven't yet, it's just not healthy. And it, sometimes it wouldn't even get done or it wouldn't get done to the best of my ability. So my number one tip is take the things that you need to do most importantly and put them first. just choose working out as my first priority because it used to be really hard for me to get to the gym. The second that I prioritize something else over my workout, I would just keep adding more and more tasks to the to-do list and eventually I would just run out of time and not work out. And I found that happening over and over again. I would tell myself, oh, it's fine. I'll go this evening. But no, I never would because I would just keep piling on what I have to do and I would just never end up going. So for me, sometimes working out as simple as that is, doing my workout first thing so that I can't put it off and so that I'm not dreading it or anxious about it, just getting it done with first thing. I do that and I feel accomplished. I feel ready to be productive the rest of the day, which is awesome. It's an awesome feeling. So that is step two is prioritizing the things you're saying yes to on both a daily level, weekly, monthly, yearly, whatever level that you want prioritizing those because when it comes down to it you guys time mastery is all about prioritization it's about doing the things that are going to help you push forward and that are going to help you achieve the goals that you have and not doing the things that aren't don't waste your time with things that aren't going to help you and then if you want to take that one step further we talked a little bit about you know delegating tasks to other people. Now, not everyone has the means to do this. Not everyone has employees or interns or whatever. But even if you're not there yet, and for the record, I'm a one-woman show for YouTube, for everything else, but my podcast, I have a team, which is the most incredible thing, you guys. Oh my gosh, it has allowed me to just focus on the creativity, focus on the content, 
really just focus on what the whole point of the actual podcast is, which is sharing stuff with you. When I'm sitting there bogged down with editing and promoting and links and technical things, it takes away from that creativity. And that's the value. That's what I need to be bringing to the podcast is the actual content, the ideas. So with YouTube, I'm starting to hit that same point where I realize, you know what, I spend way too much valuable time editing my videos or promoting my videos, or making thumbnails, doing things that aren't, like, yes, they're all important to my business, very important. It's important to have good thumbnails, it's important to, you know, use the right titles and tags, but those are things that someone else could help me with. My biggest job should be creating the video ideas, and being creative, and actually filming, and I find the majority of the work that I do on the daily basis for YouTube is logistics. It's talking to brands, or negotiating deals, or editing. Editing takes so long. And I've just had a really hard time in the past delegating tasks to people because A, I'm definitely someone who likes to be in control. I don't always trust, not that I don't trust other people, but I like to do things myself. I like to know what's going on and I like to be in control of it. So that's been one thing. And another thing has always just been like, I don't know, it just doesn't come natural to me to be like, hey, here's my video, go edit it. You know, I I have a certain editing style and I like editing too. I sometimes like editing. But editing is something I realize it takes a really long time and it's something that someone else could probably mimic easily. A good editor would be able to watch my videos, kind of learn what my style is and then, you know, I can work with them to perfect the style even more. And and other than that, they could bring me amazing ideas that I never even thought of. And having them on my team would actually increase, you know, my my editing or, or improve my editing, improve my style upon what I even knew was possible. So I'm really hitting a point where I'm realizing how important it is for you to only do the things that are going to most benefit yourself or your business or your brand. Now, of course, like we've all needed to start somewhere. When I used to intern and, you know, when I was in college, like, trust me, you got to sometimes just do all the work. You can't right away be entitled to be like, well, I'm going to have everyone else do this because I'm too valuable. I would say if that's your opinion, just take a step back and, and if you are getting knowledge and experience and you're learning from doing tasks, like that, keep doing them. Learn as much as you can, get as much experience as you can. But then once you're at a point where, okay, you know how to edit, you know, you know, whatever it is, that's when you can start saying, okay, you know what, me editing is not the best use of my time. I have now experienced and learned editing and I love it and I know how to do it. And now I think I'm going to pass the baton off to someone else. That's the time when, you know, you should really be thinking about delegating because the second those things are off your plate, you can reevaluate your 24-hour period and how you're using it. And you won't feel like you're wasting any of that time doing things that aren't directly progressing you forward. So I know that's something I'm going to work on. And I hope that you guys got some takeaways from this episode. I hope that you are also on your way to becoming a time master. So just to recap this episode, you guys, in a couple bullets, today we talked about time mastery and why being busy is really an illusion that you set up for yourself. We talked about how time mastery is all about prioritization on a macro level. So what's your purpose? What are your goals? All the way to on a micro level, what are you going to do today to achieve those? How do you prioritize your day start to finish? How do you prioritize your year? So we talked about the two kind of issues there are, which is number one, sometimes people are yes people and they just say yes to everything without thinking about what should they say yes and what should they say no to. And then also that people aren't prioritizing what they're saying yes to. So you've said yes, now which order do I complete these in? Which do I prioritize? So I outlined for you guys step one and two 
of becoming a time master. Step one, understanding that it is your choice what you do with your time. We all have the same 24-hour window. You can do what you want with yours. And step two, prioritizing what you do with yours. So not just saying, okay, I said yes to all these things. I'm going to slap it on my calendar. But actually strategically prioritizing, hey, what are the most important or the most dreadful or the longest tasks? Let me put those first. So I get those done first and I feel better. I feel relaxed and I can carry on with my day and finish the rest. And then we talked a little bit about delegating tasks to other people. If you have the opportunity to do so, why that's so valuable. Making sure that the stuff that you are doing on the daily basis, on the monthly, yearly basis, are the most valuable things. The things that only you are a specialist at or an expert at and that other people can help you and can help take that workload off, especially if you have a business or or something like that. Other people can help you with the tasks that you don't necessarily need to be doing. So that wraps up episode five, you guys. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Just another reminder, subscribe to the podcast, share this with a friend. Anytime you tag me or the self-made CEO on Instagram, I will repost you guys. I appreciate all the support. You guys rock. I love you and I love this podcast. So let's keep doing this thing, shall we? Let's become the self-made CEOs of our own lives. I have faith that we can do it. All right, you guys, I will catch you in the next episode. See you then.